take care of that. Let me, let me, let me rehash what's going on. So what's going on is live. It's one o'clock Saturday afternoon. And uh, we're here to talk about quite a few things. We're here to talk about... We're here to talk about the start of the NBA season. Yeah. We're here to talk about Kanye West's new album. World Series. We're here to... You know what? I have not had an opportunity to watch one game of the World Series yet. That hurts my heart. Well, let me see. Last night I was out doing a football game. Right. So I couldn't watch it. But I did. I do know who won because I was keeping up with it. Um... The first two nights, I, I really don't have an excuse. I really don't remember why I didn't see it. And I've been really, I really was interested in this series. It could be Yankees, but, you know. It has nothing to do with the Yankees, actually. Um, I was interested in the series because I like the Astros because I like the style of ball, ball that they play. Like, I actually, I just, I just like, I like how they play. Um, the Nationals, you know, the whole Philly Bryce Harper connection thing, that has interest for me, too. Not enough to the point where I just wanted to, where I'm totally invested right. in the World Series. But as we know, the Astros are down. The Nationals are up. Two games to one in the World Series. Nationals took the first two games of the World Series and actually lost their first, seems like their first game of the playoffs <laughs> last night. Second game. Second game of the playoffs, but they lost. Yeah, That's second it. Game. Second game. Yeah, you're right. Because they swept the, swept the Cardinals. Yep. And they lost a game to the Dodgers. Yep. I thought they died, beat the Dodgers four games to two. I thought it was. I think it was four to one. Okay. I think it was four to one. It might. It probably was. Wheels fell off for the Dodgers, man. Best yeah. team in baseball all season. Wheels yeah, fell off. Really did. It's just a one bad decision by the manager there at the end by putting Clayton Kershaw in, and just didn't work out for him. But what's going on, y'all? We are back. My man R. Hunter is here. You already heard his voice, so no need to introduce him. I'm here, Jay Chris, and uh, of course we want to thank you for. Joining us here again on Intelligent Ignorance, and we have some things that we want to talk about. Like I said, the beginning of NBA season, right? Kanye West's new album, right? Right. I want to talk about. I want to mention Tank's comment because it because it set social media on fire. I really do. Because here's the thing: I, Tank's comment came on. I want to say. I'm, I'm probably completely wrong, but I want to say it was like on lip service with Angela Yee. Yes, it was. And it was like he started off saying something, right, which he was making a good point, and then it turned <laughs> to what was said. And it went completely. And it went completely the other way, but he tried to stick with his point, and I think it just went bad. You can't. Once you once you say exactly what you said, there's no coming back from it. Yeah, there was there's no coming back for him for that. And so it, it is what it is. I didn't get to share it with you, but it's a hilarious meme that I saw, and I'm gonna share it with you after the show, because right now I'm on IG live. So shout out to everybody that's checking us out on the uh, R dot Hunter Instagram page. I'm gonna go appreciate y'all. Get on IG live, man. Let's do it. Let's show everybody what's up. Um, but there's a meme of Tank eating a hot dog. Oh, no. I don't even want to hear about it and right now. So he's placing the order, and he says, can I get a grown man with ketchup? So I, I don't even want to hear about it. You, you, <laughs> you got to see it. it got, I laughed for about 10 minutes, and then I said, you know what? I, I'm wrong for laughing at Tank. We're not going to do this anymore. Uh, but go, tell the people a little bit about the full comment. 
All right, so the comments, and we had said pre-show that we weren't really going to go into it, but we here now. We here. We don't need <laughs> um, So the comments went a little something like this. And excuse all the noise. I'm trying to get myself set up for an IG Live um, appearance, and I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to do it. I'm trying to find the best way possible to do it. But anyway, um, the comments were something along the lines of if you – how can I put this in a, in a eloquently? If you if a guy performs fellatio on on a on a guy, the only way you can do it, the only way you can do it twice, <laughs> then he, then that he's not gay. <laughs> now you gotta be careful, right? You gotta be careful with how you say things and and stuff like that. So. My response, <clears throat> my response, my 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 immediate response is, if you do anything like that <laughs> with a guy, if you fillet, <laughs> is that a word? I don't word? think so. Then you are, then, um, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's really it. But then, but then here, but then I was thinking about it, right? Let's let's take the flip side to that, right? Let's say a gay man performs. Uh, what's, what's the word when you do it to a woman? It's not fellatio. It's uh, it, no, no. It's uh, there's another word for it. Um, Cunnilingus. 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 I always make me think of kind of leader, right? <laughs> I don't want to think about kind of leader. But no, when when uh, when a, if a gay man performs kind of lingus on a woman twice, does that mean he's no longer gay? It means that he is deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> I am deliberate. I like men the more. I will not. Purse. Yeah, I haven't gone live on IG in so long. I'm, I'm, it's taking me forever to do so. Oh, and I need to turn my camera around. Can I do that? Yeah. There yeah. It is. Shout out to Tank though. Um, he just dropped his ninth album. Yeah. So that I, the whole thing for the interview was about him dropping his uh, new album. New album dropped. So I think it's his ninth album. I find it interesting because Tank was going to stop creating music at one point, maybe about 10 years ago, I think, maybe a little less than that, about 10 years ago, Tank was going to stop creating music. And the person that convinced him to continue to do music was Jamie Foxx. And they look alike. <laughs> and, it's, and it's kind of weird because Jamie invited him to stay at his crib because Jamie has a studio in his crib, or at least at the time. Had a studio in his crib and said, you know, you can stay in my crib, you know, create music. And then he comes out with this statement. But no, that was ten years later. But no, right. But we're not here. To, we're not really here to talk. But but I, I did want to put that out there, like, you know, the the whole thing of I don't know. This state, so you gotta be careful with the state. State, see, Tank wanted to. I'm about to mess up. Tank wanted to. Um. Make a point on that show, right? Right. And in doing so, kind of messed himself up. 
I'm trying to make this uh, phone stand, y'all. I'm sorry if I'm making a lot of noise. I'm trying something new. We're trying to do new things <laughs> new to us radio and, and our whole social media aspect. But I think it's interesting because Angela, you rebutted with if a man lies once, he's a liar. Well, that was like the original right. conversation. So, but he was saying, well, if a man if a man lies twice, that doesn't make him a liar. That make that he just lied twice. That's that's what Tank's original argument was. And then he comes back with, well, if a man does this twice, does that make him? But then that, that I no. think it goes into all of your perception of what what is what. So. If you are a man and you put another man's member in your mouth, <laughs> that automatically you that you there now, yeah, you, you like you, you've already crossed that threshold. I mean, you could get away with saying that you buy. <laughs> that's about as far as you're gonna get. But there's no way that you can get around an action between. <laughs> And it, I wish y'all could see this on my Instagram live. Just, so uh, this is what I'm going to do. I want to show y'all, but I, I'm not going to show y'all. <laughs> this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you to turn around and reach in that drawer right behind you, right? And there is a little, like, clip. It's like a square clip. It's probably, like, right near your hand. Not that one. There is, like, a square clip. Yes, that one. See, now, what this is, this is supposedly going to a tripod, but this clips onto the phone. Okay. Now, I have a Pixel phone. So the Pixel phone has a, no, no, I love my phone, but the Pixel phone has a feature where you squeeze it to you can pull up the you can squeeze it to pull up the, the right, Google right, right. Or whatever the, yeah, the assistant the thing. This thing squeezes a little too tight, <laughs> and it always wants to pull up the Google assistant. So I'm gonna see if I can fit, work that out. But that's the idea. Matter of fact, I'm gonna turn off this live. Well, we're gonna skip tank and shout out to the shout out to the Sixers. Shout out to the Miami Heat. I am a Miami Heat fan. Jay Chris is a Sixers fan. I love the Philadelphia 76ers, man. I had season tickets back in the day. Uh, shout out to my uh, ticket rep, Mike Harris. I need to hit you up real soon, Mike, because me and Jay Chris need some tickets. We're trying to get in live. What's up, Tamika? I'm glad you see us here on the IG Live. We see you watching. But, yo, I'm super excited for basketball, man. I, I'm a little upset with uh, – the incidents over in China. But, you, know. you know what? And I didn't really understand, to be honest with you, what was happening in China. I still really don't understand. So it's I do know that Daryl Morey should not have made comments that he didn't understand. Was that? That's all. That's all I really knew about it. Was Daryl Morey made some comments? He immediately saw how it impacted the business of the NBA. Mm-hmm. And then was like, ah, shit, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry for creating my show. But yeah, he immediately said, hey, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Uh, I'm not well informed of what's going on. I apologize. It cost a few basketball players millions of dollars in contracts. For what he, from, from his comment. Yeah. See, and, okay, so people lost endorsements. The, the Chinese government shut out all NBA games from airing in, mm-hmm. in China. Right. It, as a business move, his one tweet cost the NBA hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, it did. And and to be honest with you, I mean, for him to speak on publicly what's going on in China, like you, you just, you, 
it's easy for us to sit here and say you don't know, but we spoke on things happening in other countries all the time, right? Right. So the United States has gotten involved in conflict with other countries. So, That's what we do. So, so when you say, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to get into what happened in China because I really don't, I still don't understand it. But Saddam Hussein was was killing uh, people with mustard gas and stuff like that. Eventually, we got involved. Right. We got involved for the oil, but that's neither here nor there, but we got involved, right? But let's let's say that the NBA had a partnership with um with Iraq at the time. Right? right. And social media was out at the time and, and somebody says Saddam Hussein shouldn't be killing these people with this with this gas. Something that many people have said and we got involved for that reason. And agree with. And agree with. So when you when you take when you take that, I mean, is that not is that any different from from commenting on what happened in China? What's going on in China? I don't think it's any different, but you have to know when to say things and when to kind of hold your hand, right? Because Daryl Morey, an executive for an NBA basketball team, mm-hmm. now granted his team wasn't even in China, so it didn't right. impact his team negatively, right? But you have to remember the Houston Rockets. Who was their star player? Where was he from? Yeah, I mean, from China. You, most you popular have, player in China. The most popular player in NBA history internationally at that time. Yeah. So you have to remember how your comments, one, impact your franchise, mm-hmm. and two, impact the business of the NBA. So let's, let's look at it. Let's look into it a little more. All right. So... From what, like I said, I, I don't claim to understand exactly what all is going on, but right. people in China are protesting for their freedom. Right. And okay, so let me let me get in, let me get ignorant for a quick. This is intelligent ignorance. That's what we do. Hong Kong is. I always thought Hong Kong was a city. Hong Kong is a country. Now you got me second guessing. See, and I, and I can't go on to the. Um, I'm about to. Hand me that tablet. Yeah, I mean, you, you bought it. I'm about to pull out the cell phone and we're going to Google this while we're on here. You, you if anybody's it, listening, I mean, just call us. Tell us. You know, I wish somebody would just give us a call and say, hey, here's exactly what's going on in Hong Kong. Yeah, let us so know. If you, you know what's going shoot on. Shoot the number to them. Call us up. Two, no. I'm, I'm, I'm about to give a whole wrong number. 215-383-3992 is the number to call. 215-383-3992 is the number to call. And if you know what's going on in China, please, please, please give us a call and uh, and, and explain it to us. But <clears throat> the people in, in China, are pro- I guess they're protesting the government for the free. Like, I really just do not know what's going on. So I, I, I hesitate to even comment on what's going on in China because I don't understand it. There are people that I guess claim they think they understand it, but do they? I, you know, I really I don't know. That was my stomach. Was that you? That was my Lord stomach. Jesus! But <laughs> I'm not sure if the mics picked that up. I think they did. That's the only reason you heard it. <laughs> Things the only reason I heard it because the mics picked it up. But uh, I think it's just it's interesting and i really didn't want to get much into the hong kong stuff because i honestly don't know what is going on i am more interested in cleaning up my backyard first so 
I would love to have much more of an impact here in the United States than I do in Hong Kong. Uh, obviously, what I do here isn't going to impact Hong Kong much. But from a business standpoint, what Daryl Morey did on Twitter impacted the business relationship between China and the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, it cost the NBA hundreds of millions of dollars. It cost players millions of dollars. It put the players that were over there in harm's way because it ignited some tension while those players were there. So it, it's interesting. I saw a a cartoon from a news paper or magazine somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually it was LeBron standing next to a tank. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that to the effect of he was talking to somebody standing in front of the tank, like a protester, saying, you're misinformed on what's going on. And I, I think that that was a little, it's almost to the point of, uh, what was her name when she told LeBron to shut up and dribble? Um Wow, as soon as you said I had her name in my head, I lost it that fast. It's uh, I know you're talking about the, the blonde, the blonde yeah. chick from yeah. I, I equate mm-hmm. that I equate that comic strip to her comments where she just told LeBron to shut up and dribble. Like, you're an athlete. We expect you to entertain. We don't expect you to engage in politics. We don't mm-hmm. expect you to engage in social issues. But then on the flip side, we push for people to get more involved. We say, hey, you need to get involved, but you only need to get involved to this extent. Right. So stay in your place and shut up. Uh, so, all right, so let me, let me pull up what I found. Hong Kong is a special administrative region of the People's Republic of China. Sounds like a capital. I don't so know. It's H- <laughs> H-K-S-A-R, so it's Hong Kong. So it's in China. It's in China. <laughs> Don't give me the line. So it it, it looks it's like a it's a small, a small part of China. Okay, location of Hong Kong within China. Yeah, within China. But are they like an independent sovereign city? Because they have their own flag. So Maybe, countries, countries have their own flag, right? I don't know. Yeah. When the Olympics come around next year, we we'll see. have to see if there's a, somebody from Hong Kong and somebody from China. Mm-hmm. And, and then we'll have to see. That's the, the ignorant part of the show for us right there. We, we really, I've never understood. I always thought Hong Kong, and actually Hong Kong used to, was a British settlement at one time, and now it's part of China. So, so I'm going to give you some information on that. Hong Kong's protest started in June with its proposals to allow extradition to mainland China. Mm-hmm. Critics fear this could undermine the city's judicial independence and endanger dissidents. So 1997, Hong Kong was a British colony, meaning it was controlled by Great Britain. Since returning to China's rule, it has, it has more autonomy than the mainland, and its people has more rights. The arrangement is known as one country, two systems. So the bill was withdrawn in September. Uh, what kind of bill? Uh, okay, let me go back. City leader Carrie Lam agreed to suspend the extradition bill, but demonstrations developed to include demands for full democracy and an inquiry into police action. The bill was withdrawn in September, but clashes between police and activists have become increasingly violent, with police firing live bullets 
and protesters attacking officers throwing petrol bombs. So they're throwing gas bombs. Yeah. Cocktails. Molotov cocktails. You're giving me a lot of information I'm not really following, so shorten that up for me because I'm so, not that smart. <laughs> long story short, uh, they were sovereign. So they were their own country. Okay. They were under Britain's rule. Late 90s, that ceased. They are in China, but not China. So not they have China. so one land, two systems. They, Hong Kong has their own system. China has their own system. Okay. They introduced a bill over the summer basically saying, hey, we're going to kind of bring these systems closer to one system since you're in our country, but you're not a part of our country. Okay. Obviously, the people don't like that because Chinese rule is not a democracy, and people are looking for a democracy. So that that's the long story short. So Hong Kong is looking to become more democratic. Uh, this bill that was introduced is going to take some of those rights away. Now, if knowing that, and that's the ignorant intelligence version of it, so don't take that for gospel people. Do some <laughs> research. Make sure that you find out what you find out on your own. Yeah, do your own research. But if I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, all right, this is what the protest is for, I'm kind of riding with Hong Kong. Like, hey, <clears throat> maybe I need to fight for you. They're looking, they're looking for They're freedom. looking to be independent. Like, so I don't think that there's anything wrong China, with that. China is not, China has a president, right? They are, <clears throat> they are possibly, they, they aren't completely democratic like, like the Correct. United States. But Correct. They have, all right, you know what? I'm not. I don't even want to really stick on this. Let's get back to basketball. Yeah, let's get back to basketball. We started this whole thing with talking about <laughs> basketball, but um, you know we got shout out to LeBron James. Good old thing. But so, all right. So basketball. Um, the Clippers look real. The, the Clippers look decent. The Clippers look. Decent. I mean, so early. Without Paul George, they without look Paul real. Without, without Paul George, they they look decent. Um, I think they are a. And, I, and it's kind of weird to say in this day and age of basketball, I think they're a big man away. And 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 you, the argument can be made that the Warriors did it without a big man. The argument can be made that Toronto did it without a legit big man. I mean, they had Serge Ibaka, they had Siakam. Um, I, I think they had a legit Siakam. He's not a he's not a he's, he's a post player. He's a post he's not, player. He's not a defined post player. He's not Joel B. Right. He's not right. He's, he's they, more he's more the era, Durant than the Joel era Embiid. of big men is dead. Right. And so But you can't tell that to Joel and B. Can't they say that tell that to Booby Cousin? You can't say that say that to Cat Carl Anthony Town. Shout out to Joel and B, the first NBA player I have ever seen stick a whole towel up his nose. That was crazy. I was on the phone with you at the time, wasn't yeah. I? Yeah. Did he did he just stick a towel up his nose? The whole towel. I I've seen he took a shot. Uh, that was a rough shot. Man. He took a shot. Oh, the Warriors look like trash. The Warriors I look did not bad. see the Warriors play. The Warriors look bad. The, but they, I'm probably the Clippers pretty, demolished. Them. They beat them by almost twenty. Yeah. Um, I didn't see them play. Um, I, I don't expect them to be as good as they've been. I, I expect them to possibly make the playoffs, probably closer to the bottom. But I, the I, I don't so see them. I don't see them anywhere higher than a five seed. See, this is this is where you find out how good Steph Curry really is. Right, right, because all he has is Draymond. Well, they got they got um, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, worthless. 
I I wouldn't say he's right. He, he, in that system, I don't think he can do. Okay, it. in that system, okay. he's a great player. I don't think he fits that system. Okay. What do you think about MJ's comments, man? What, what, what do you say about who? About Steph Curry. He said Steph Curry is not a Hall of Famer. Well, I think if Steph Curry retired today, he would be a Hall of Famer. So I don't, I can't really agree. With I'm, I'm not sure what Mike was basing it on, but I mean, like, Steph Curry. I, I, think he, I think Mike is probably basing it on what his entire career. We'll see. Like this year, like Steph Curry did it with a whole hell of a lot of help. Steph could retire today and be a Hall of Famer. If he were to retire today, he would be a Hall of Famer. But I think as his, as his career moves on, let's let's say they lose Clay. He doesn't need anything else. No, he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't, need, he doesn't need any more okay, credentials, so, so no let's more say, accolades. Let's say at this point, right? And this is this is like one of this is completely, you know, not going to happen, right? Let's say at this point, from this point forward, let's say Steph Curry is a bum. He still has the credentials to get in, right? But from this, and he has a lot of years left, so he's right. not like old by any means. He's probably right. like hitting his prime now. Yeah. From this point forward, say he's a bum and just trash. Would he be a Hall of Famer? I, I mean, of course, the credentials give him a Hall of Fame, but would would he would he be in the talks of first ballot Hall of Fame? He'll get in eventually. He'll get in eventually. Like right I, now, I wouldn't say, say he's first ballot. I wouldn't say he's first ballot if that were to happen, mm-hmm. but. Because, honestly, when you look at the beginning of Steph Curry's career, he wasn't a great player at the beginning of his career. No, he wasn't. He got good once they got rid of Monte Ellis. Right. He was a role player. Mm-hmm. He wasn't – I equate it, and I know people are going to bash me for this when they hear it. I equate his career path somewhat to Kobe. Kobe was not the – Kobe was a, a heralded young player when he came out of high school. Right. But when he came into the league, he was not that star. He was still behind Eddie Jones. He was still behind Nick Van Exel. He was. he was not a star immediately. He broke out later on down the road, and then he was dominant for the remainder of his career. I think, I think from that aspect, I, I can I can ride with that comparison from that aspect. We comparing the beginning, right? Excuse me, the beginnings of the career. Um, that I think that's where the comparison stops the beginnings of the career. I mean, they're both great players. Because I think in terms of statistics, pace, if Steph keeps on the same pace that he's at right now, he's going to outscore Kobe. And now, now to think about it, I think you can compare their careers even more so because who's to say if Kobe doesn't have Shaq, those first, they win those first three titles. Right. Who's to say if Steph doesn't have what he had. Okay, so let's let's break, let's no, break down at the beginning. Down the title. Steph was the title. Let's wait. Let's, okay, he was, but let's break down Steph's title. Right. Okay. The first one against the against the Cavaliers, Cleveland. They were not favored to win. No, they weren't. And they that was won, under they underdog that, story. They was under. They won that after Kyrie goes down, Kevin, Kevin Love goes down, down right. earlier in the playoffs. Right. They end up winning that. Right. Right. Were they and the best team? No. no. I don't think that they would have won. They wouldn't have beat a healthy Cleveland team, which, they which did was proved the, next, the year. next year. The next year when they when they lost to Cleveland. Right. Now Kevin Durant comes. Correct. Changes everything. Right. They're basically an unstoppable force in the playoffs. They went back-to-back titles. Right. Now last year, Kevin Durant gets hurt. Right. Clay Thompson gets hurt. Right. They lose again. Right. So... And going back to Kobe, Kobe first three titles with Shaq. Right. Steph's first three titles with help. 
Right. Kobe then goes on later on and wins back to back titles. Being the man because everybody else. With a little bit of help. Because without Paul Gasol. Without Paul Gasol, without Lamar Odom, without Trevor Reason, they they don't win. But I think Clay Thompson, if if you call him Clay Thompson help, he goes on to another team. Clay is help. Clay Clay is better help than. Dre is help. Clay, Dre. Clay Thompson. um, Damn. Just said his name. Clay Draymond Green. And I'm not even gonna say Kevin Durant was up because Kevin Durant was the man. But Clay Clay Thompson and right. he was the man. They were they were the help. Right. I'll take those two helps any day over Lamar Odom, well, Paul Gasol, and Trevor. You missed one big key to those championships. Who who was championship? Iggy. Iggy, I'll I'll take I'll take He's big help. That's he, why I mentioned I had three fingers. He was big out. help. I'll take those it's three finals MVP. I'll take those he three helps. Help. I'll take those three helps over Trevor Reza, Pau Gasol, Lamar Odom any day. You give me, the, you give me Draymond Green. Now I'm not saying like I think Lamar Odom is a little, little better than Draymond Green. I think he can do a little bit more, or I think he's a little quicker. But I'll take Draymond over him because I think Draymond's just a little bit more go after. Speaking of basketball, speaking of Lamar Odom, did you peep the whole thing when he was saying he was in love with Taraji? Taraji? Well, I, I, I saw, so, I heard the comment. Oh, I didn't man. see the uncensored. I don't know if that. I, I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it. Is this aired tomorrow? Just tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. I, I wanted to see Lisa Ray's uncensored. Yeah. yeah. Have you have you seen? And it's only on Snapchat. But uh, Kevin Hart has a series where they're in like uh, ice tubs. It's just a. Oh yeah. Place. It's on um it's on YouTube. Is it it's on YouTube too? It's on it's so actually I only on, watch it on Snap. It's on yeah. his network called um Shout out to Kevin Hart. Man. It's on his network. He's got a network called I'm um, proud of this little guy. I can't think of what it is, but it's been going on for like a year and a half. Yeah. So he just did one with he had one with Skip Bayless. Right. And he also just had one with Lamar Odom. Well the Skip and, ba- did he have a new one with Skip Bayless? Because the Skip Bayless one was I saw that earlier in the year. I think that one was earlier in the year. The Lamar Odom one was a few weeks ago. Okay. Well, it couldn't have been a few weeks ago. Because I got in that car accident. It, it was before the car accident. Okay. So, I mean, before the car accident. A month ago. A month and a half. I don't know. Right, let me not give you a timeline. It's kind of weird when this internet makes Yeah, because you know. never know when what is. He had, but, he had it with um, LeVar Ball, too. Did you see that one? No, I didn't watch that. The Ball, I skipped it. I saw it, but um, I didn't want. I didn't want to. Gabby Douglas. Kevin Hart is. I just. It's amazing where his career is now, man. It's. I'm yeah. absolutely amazed by where yeah. Kevin Hart is today. And we're trying yeah. to. We're trying to get. <laughs> man, I can't wait. I can't wait. Shut up, with intelligent ignorance, man. We're working on it. New Twist Radio. We're working on it. Yeah, but yeah, let's let's get back to what we wanted to talk to. We did. We. <laughs> where 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 we? We talk baseball. We talk NBA. What else did we have? <laughs> what else did we have on the on the on the docket today? So we had um, Kanye West album. Oh man, Jesus is King. And we, Have you listened to the other thing yet? I listened to it because I knew, I knew, because knowing you, see, we've been we've been friends for a long time, right? And knowing you, the way I know you, anytime there's a new album out and we have a show, you ask me, "Have I listened to this album?" And I say, "Damn, I didn't even know it came out." <laughs> so yesterday, I'm glad I'm on, you were prepared this time. Yesterday I'm on Instagram, like, oh, this album finally really came out because yeah. we've been talking about it for like a yeah. month. And I was like, all right, 
So I, I didn't listen to it last night. I was out last night till like 35. I didn't get out until like about 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, Shout out to Penwood, man. How'd they do in that last game season? Uh, they won. They won. I want to say it was 40 to 19. Good stuff. 40 to 19 going into the playoffs. Shout out to Penwood High School. Uh, yeah, shout out to Penwood High School. Um, they, they're going into the playoffs. I'm going to make this quick. Going into the playoffs, I believe they're going to be a 60, so they're going to be guaranteed at least one home playoff game. Okay. Um, the way it's looking right now, they're probably going to play Radnor High School, which could be good. Um, but, yeah, they won 40 to 19, Cole Delval champions. Okay. Because Academy Park um, lost last week to Chester, which was an upset. Yeah. So, so that's definitely. so that's three Delval championships in row for Pillow football team. Speaking of Chester, speaking of Chester, shout out to my cousin June Nelson is homecoming today for the Morehouse Tigers, number twenty eight defensive back. Thirty six tackles this year, two and a half sacks. Kid is killing him out there. June, if you're listening, go get him the day tiger. Kill him. Wow, Tiger. All right, so Kanye West album. Jesus is king. Like I said, I knew you were going to ask about it because you always you ask. You know it. And I'm never prepared when you ask. This time, I got up this morning. I said, let me start this drum, and I'm going to play it because I know he's going to – I'm not even going to mention it to him because I know he's just going to say it. You know it's coming. Me. All right, so do you want to give your opinion first or you want me to give mine? I want you to give yours first. Okay, good, because I want to start it from when I got up. So – I'm looking at Instagram and I see um, a post from Kanye, not Kanye, uh, Nick Cannon, and he has Nori on his morning show. He has a radio show that he does in the morning, and Nori said he thought the album was trash. Nori thought the album was trash. So I said, I said to the wife, I said, um, shout out to Nori Yeager. I, I, I said to the wife, I said, damn, Nori said Kanye's album's trash, right? And, um, you know, the wife said what she said. I'm going to go into what she said. But she said what she said. She said she thought it was all right. I was all right. I'm like, okay. So what I didn't know completely, and I should have known, because I'm sure we talked about that, this album was going to be a gospel album. Yes. Um, I did not, for some reason, I didn't know. I know it was going to be gospel-based and gospel, you know what I mean? But I didn't know it was going to be a gospel album. So I go and I listen to it. And I gotta say, I am I am a little disappointed in this album. And I'm gonna tell you why. It's not the content of the album. And it's it's kind of like what you said earlier when it's it's the production of it. It's the the music. When I when I there's a certain level of expectation I have production value wise when I listen to a Kanye West album. Right. And I feel like, and, and and I hate, I'm sorry that I go first because I feel like I'm stealing some of your thunder here, but I feel like he kind of, he held back on this album production-wise. I just do. I think the I think the, the, the best track for me production-wise was the one with the clips on it. Okay? And Kenny G. That, that beat for me was, I, I like, but everything right. else just seemed like the message. I've never been the guy that's been the the message guy, like the the word, the, the lyrics, the lyric guy. Like, right. I like lyrics. I'm more so the music guy, because I always wanted to make beats and stuff like that. Right. So, when I heard it, I'm like, ah, he kind of he kind of phoned it in on this one. You know what I mean? The message, now I leave the message to the people that are more, I'll say, biblically connected than me. 
Right. Right. Just like my wife, like she's into the church, she's into the Bible, she's you know on a daily basis, she does her thing. That's not me. I'm yeah. not that guy. Like I'm not a heathen, but I'm just not that guy. <laughs> you so, know that. <laughs> I hope not. So, um, what's up, Travis? Shout out to all my people in Baltimore. Sorry if I Um, but so. So music value-wise, the message might be great. I've had to, but let's put it this way. I've listened to gospel hip-hop before. And this one, to me, just doesn't rank up there. But, you know, I'm not saying that's what Kanye was going for, but this just doesn't rank up there with with some of the other um, gospel albums that I've heard. And and production-wise, it just just didn't do it for me. So that's my opinion on it. I'll I'll give you the floor and let you tell me how you feel about it. So I gotta. I, I I really like the album. I really do. I like the album, and you know, and I think in our conversation I said first, I like the album because of the message. Mm-hmm. Now, because I like music so much, and it doesn't matter what genre, it doesn't matter. I am a production value person. I like to hear certain things, and in the album it didn't sound like Kanye gave a lot of effort. I mean, you could hear his voice cracking on some tracks. You could hear him. Some some songs sound like he had a cold. Can I, can I interrupt you real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The voice cracking thing, I felt like it was purpose. Like, can be, can, only because it's Kanye. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Kanye's a little quirky with certain things. And I thought it was purposeful. Because I feel like it was trying to, like, he tried too hard to force emotion on a track. I, okay. I, I, I could hear it I that can, way. I like, he was trying to push out emotion that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's hard to control emotion. And especially, you know, growing up in the black church, when emotion takes over and you are what the old folks like to call moved by the spirit, mm-hmm. things happen that you don't necessarily explain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was to... To hear him, it sounded like he was trying to force some of that emotion into the music. Um, the production value lacked. I believe that, in my mind, just for me personally, the message and the content made up a lot for the right. music. And, I, and maybe that's what he wanted. He wanted people to focus more so on the, the message. Because I don't feel like, in terms of a production, it was there. I was pleasantly surprised by the clips being on the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Malice, I absolutely love. Had to be on that. And you got to hear his album. Uh, one of the best albums I've heard in a very long time. I put that time. up there, that No Malice album. But I've had that on rotation in my car for like at least two, three straight weeks. Yo, No Malice. Not even on rotation. Just, I was no doing. Malice is one of the best hands down. Just like when people talk about best groups, it's like you got to mention the clips because of their body of work. If you talk about Pusha as a great, you got to talk about No Malice as a great. And so funny. His No Malice. Now, right. <laughs> Pusha and Malice, now it's No Malice. But his last three albums mm-hmm. have been world class to me. And I equate his albums up there on the same level as Pusha's individual albums. And I put Pusha's albums on a really high pedestal. I think, I think, um, I think I already know where you're going to, how you're going to answer this question. I'm going to give you three gospel albums, three gospel artists. And like I said, No Malice has three, but I'm going to 
his first out, I believe it was his first, like two years ago was his first yeah. album. Yep. I'm going to go with that one. Okay. That album, Kanye's album that he just dropped. And hold up, hold up, because this might make me laugh. And Snoop's Gospel album. Where do you rank them? Did you hear Snoop's Gospel album? I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. And I know this is going to be a shock. No Malice, obviously, number one. Mm-hmm. His album was, his album was there, mm-hmm. period. I put Snoop's album right above Kanye's. Okay. Because there was a lot of effort in the Snoop's album. And there that, was a lot of effort. I can't, and again, I said the same thing on Instagram. There's a lot of features. I am not a person to knock the messenger mm-hmm. when the message is there. So just like I said earlier in our conversation, would you believe the devil if he told you that Jesus was king? Mm-hmm. So you can't deny a message to be real just because of the messenger that delivers it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about so much, and, you know, I ain't, ain't going to get into Pastor Wilson and all of the stuff that's been I all over. That. I, he, and he I, didn't it. It. I didn't see the video. I, I didn't see it either. And I didn't but I, would, I do want to address it, to be honest with you. <laughs> that is one of the things. You know, when I put these shows together, I always forget. As soon as I sit at the keyboard, things. what I want to talk right. about. But I did want to address that, but go ahead. But I, I'm not one to, because let's talk about Pastor Wilson and his church. Let's say he gets out there, and he may not be, obviously, he's not living a 100% pure Christian life when he is out there on video with a woman that's not know, his wife. I don't know who it is. So, and, and that's the thing. <laughs> but when you go back to the Bible mm-hmm. and... You know, Jesus wasn't saving righteous people. Right. He was saving prostitutes. He no, was saving no, thieves. No need to save right. Right. <laughs> he was I working with those who didn't have the greatest path, mm-hmm. and he was helping move them towards his father. Right. So, to get a message from someone who you may not view as a I don't want to hear Kanye doing gospel because he's not a man of God or he's not a he's not living the life that he's portraying in his music. Which most of these rappers aren't either because they're not out here killing people. They're not out here moving bricks. Some of them. Not, I'm not saying some of them are, but some of them telling other people's stories. So when you listen to music, music is all about for me, and I'm not going to say it's for everybody, but music is about the emotion that it gives you and the connection that it gives you. Mm-hmm. So we often talk about who's the greatest. And when we talk about the greatest, the greatest are great storytellers. Mm-hmm. Biggie was an amazing storyteller. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z is an amazing storyteller. Tupac is an amazing storyteller. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kanye is telling a story about a life. Now, some people don't want to acknowledge that life, but mm-hmm. Kanye is at the point in his career where he is openly and he always has i mean he's had jesus walk right he's had the what was the joint on the last album with kirk franklin he's had certain songs what was kanye's last album uh we've had this debate before the life of pablo because i I don't want to call yeah your album even though it was an album Mm -hmm. it was seven tracks it was an album well i mean this one i don't know if you can call it an album because it was only 24 minutes long it was 12 was like 12 (laughs) tracks on it yeah I was when it finished up. I was surprised it was over. I was like, right. I thought it, somebody it, called my phone. It was it was a it was a blip. Yeah. 
So I mean, uh, The Life of Pablo, the intro track, um, Ultralight Beam mm-hmm. with Kurt Franklin. So the premise for Ultralight Beam was actually, and I'll probably put it out on the Instagram page later, but it was a track from Kurt Franklin. It was called Ultralight Prayer. Mm-hmm. And the song is literally just based on the prayer. Um, but, you know, who's to say that because the message behind it is not the, it's not coming from the purest person, you can't take something from the message. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, there's one thing that uh, my wife told me way long before she was my wife, before we were in dating. She said to me, this is after UMES, um, before, you know, way before we started dating, we were having a, a conversation about um, preachers and church and stuff like right. that. And I said, I don't, I don't remember exactly how it went down, but it was something about, I had went, I guess I went to church that day or that week and I said something about um, corrupt, corrupt pastors, whatever the case may be. And like she, Pastor Wilson. I don't know if Pastor Wilson's right. <laughs> I don't know that. But he, <laughs> she, said, she said something to me that I, I remembered. And this is the simplest thing. Everybody has heard it. Um, but I've remembered it forever. It's not about the messenger. It's about the message. Right. And I've taken that with me all the time, whether the pastor's corrupt or not. Or whether I, whether I feel the pastor's corrupt or not. Right. It's about the message. Like, okay, so do you remember? Do you remember a while ago there was a guy? He had a he had a, it was a pastor. He was like out in Compton, California, right? The Spirit of Truth. Uh, Spirit of Truth was that his name? He was a pastor. He was he, he was, was like a, he was crip walking and he yeah. was cussing people out. Spirit of Truth. Now, yeah. if you take that book by its cover, that message you're not going to pay attention to. Right. But he had a message. Right. It's just it's just all about who is going to accept the message given from from him. And that's the thing. So it's really all about who's accepting of the message. Do you remember when we back in the day? No, this was after our UMES days, right? I'm going to go to our UMES days in a second. But after our UMES days, there was a piece of pastor on BT. I forgot his name. Black dude. But God, you remember that guy? Oh, you don't. You never. All right. You know what? Give me your phone. No, we're not doing this right now. Give me, give me your phone. Was it, was it? Uh, give me your phone. I got to find it. It wasn't Creflo. No, it wasn't Creflo. He was, no, he was just a. Uh, he was just. He sat like at his desk, like I'm sitting right now, on with the camera in front of him. When BT used to come on like four or five o'clock in the morning, whatever time BT put that stuff on, and he like, he was on after like, BT. If you've never seen this, he was on BT. If you've yeah. never seen this, we may have to end the show because you might start <laughs> laughing too hard. I'm just letting you know right now. Let me see if I can. Well, yo, so, but getting back to Jesus is King, man. I, I actually really, really enjoyed the album. I listened to it maybe five or six times yesterday. Uh, I was truly pleasantly surprised with the clip's appearance. Uh, Fred Hammond's appearance was a little interesting to me, too. I really, really, really think that. Kearney Thomas is his name. No, nah, I don't remember that. But I'm going to have to look that up. I'm gonna have to watch it. I know you got it on my screen. I'm gonna have to watch it. But um, did they make a track out of it? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I used to see this early in the morning and be here. Right now, 
Now, now listen, I could not get past that and listen to the message. There was no way I could do it. Why? That's, uh, listen, that is, that, I mean, those are edited to where, you know, right. it but that's how you would say God every time. And can you imagine leaving your phone, your, your, your TV on at night and you sleep? And then you hear somebody screaming that and you sleep? If I left that on my TV, I would probably get, I'd have nightmares. <laughs> Let me tell you, the first time I saw that, man, I think I, I think I was still working at CNA at the time. and had to be at work at like 4.30 in the morning. So I think I might have I, I might have been late one day or something, and I was able to see that. I caught that early in the morning. But I, 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 I bring that to you because I would make fun of him because that's easy to make fun of, right? It's funny to me. Right. But you remember it. Right. And if you can get past the funny – and hear the message, maybe the message is something that you need to hear. And, I, and, and, and I'm going back to Kanye West. The production, I listen to Kanye for the production value. If there is one producer in the entire industry that I can listen to, I mean, that I can work with and I can let tutor me, it's going to be Kanye. Not only for the production value of what he's put out, but for the conversation that I would have with Kanye. I think the, con- the conversations we would have, even though some people would think he, he's crazy as a, as a wombat, I think the conversations that that I could have with Kanye would be outstanding and very beneficial. Um, but like I said, this album I was disappointed with the production of the album, but the message might be there for some people, right? And I'm going to listen to the album again. Like I gave it one time, I'm going to listen to the album again. Um, it, it left a lot to be desired for me as a gospel album, but. Then again, you know, other people probably love it. You said you like it. I that. know some people, that, like, and I know people that take it the wrong way. Uh, but he referenced Chick-fil-A. He did. He says, you're my number one with lemonade. Now, that that touched my soul. I felt that I felt that in my soul. I felt it in my soul. Because you know how I feel. Chick-fil-A. I get the lemonade, but I have some good cherries. You know, how I you know how I feel about Chick Fil A. Oh yeah, you don't play with Chick Fil A. You know how I feel. So when I heard that line, I felt the spirit moving. I just yeah, and the, I the and track I, is called "Close on Sunday." Yeah. And I don't want to. And I hate to make it sound like a joke, but it's serious because there are certain things that touch certain people, right? And there are different things that will move people. So to say that the message being delivered by Kanye is not if if this is what it takes for somebody's life to be transformed and move closer closer to Christ right then he did his job absolutely absolutely that's what, and that's that's really what it's supposed to be about that's what it's about that's what it's supposed to be about but what what do you want to say about pastor wilson let's get <laughs> so all right so here's the thing about pastor wilson right everybody went i kind of already said it but everybody went crazy about Pastor Boyce Wilson and, and what he did. And you know what? I, I have a cousin who's a pastor and his last name's Wilson. I hope it wasn't him. I just thought of him. Well, I saw a picture, so I'm hoping I I'm hoping it's probably not your cousin. We don't we don't we don't look like we would be related though. 
he don't look like he'd be related to anybody. I I, got, I I'm have to check. Man, you got you got to see it. I, I you got to see it. I, um, Pastor Wilson, you know he he was he came under Pastor. Now here's 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 one of the things. Let's go back to getting the message. People hold pastors on such a high pedestal that they when they messed up, if they messed up, they're quick to bash and, and bring a pastor down. Right. Right. So, and it, and it's it's partly because there are so many pastors out there that are, you know, I guess in the, uh, corrupt. I guess was it Eddie Long? Was it Eddie Long that had that scandal with the guys? Yeah. So like with the boys. With the boys. It wasn't even guys. With the boys. With boys. So with things like that happening with Eddie Long, that's already putting a bad look. It's almost I I I I What's reluctantly compare it to police. Because you have police because that are the out there is, doing good, but when one messes up, it's I agree. Police, I right? agree. So when when a pastor messes up, now they're saying that the family came out and said that you know that's not that that video was doctor. I didn't see the video. It's probably not doctor. You got to do a lot of doctoring to make somebody put somebody else in the video. But it can happen. It can happen. It's, it's got to take a lot of money. Robert said that the video was doctor too, <laughs> and we see where he is. I'm just saying. Dave Chappelle said that. No. Anyway, so, so all right. So let's go back. Let's say there's him and say, okay, if he stepped out on his wife, that's between him, his wife, and God, right? Right. Um, Agree. Does not technically tarnish the message. It just tarnishes the messenger. And the fact that he's doing, the man is cheating on his wife, right? In in this video, he's cheating on his wife. But sexually, a guy goes down on a woman. So it's, right. he's almost being bashed for going down on a woman. He's not. They're not talking about him cheating. 1982. They ain't talking about him cheating like on He ain't going out there and getting a grown man. I don't know that. I mean, I don't know that. I'm just saying what was but, on the but video. But he's not getting bashed for cheating on his wife. They talking about how he was going down. How on he was performing. So actually, so. Let me let me go back in that because I just got a comment on the IG and they said that they did see it and he did a good job. So who did a good job? Pastor Wilson did a good oh, job. Oh, Pastor Wilson. Uh, okay. So, so that, and that's what I'm hearing too. So I'm, they, on the radio, something like yeah, he was getting down. Well, I mean, you suppose you supposed to. And I, I, if you in that position, you're not supposed to be. Take, you're not supposed to phone it in. I put a post on my. Uh, you, you got a job. I put a post on my IG story that said you you need to lose all morals when giving hit. Period. <laughs> like, the, the pastor or not, you need to go in. But you're right though. Like, it's funny. It's funny. I didn't see. I used to see almost all your posts. I didn't see that post. But that's funny. Like you got it. Let me see it. Oh man, we. You having too much fun today? Yeah, we, yeah, we had a fun show today. Before we wrap it up, I want to say we start. may have to go to New Twist Radio and just do the show, just continue. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, we got time. Let's keep it. Let's keep it going on New Twist. Well, we can, can't do it. Yeah, we gotta wait for a little bit. Yeah, we'll finish this up here. But before we wrap this up, man, I, I gotta get a few messages out. Um, one. Oh, before before you do that, I'm sorry. Before you do that, I did want to bring up two things. Okay. Okay. Talk to me. In Ohio, uh, okay, we got less than two minutes. In Ohio, there is a high school cross country athlete, female Muslim. She was disqualified from 
uh, her, I don't know if it was like a district champion, state champion, I don't know what the level was, but she was disqualified from her race for wearing a hijab. And basically what they're saying is like she was being out of out of uniform. Now, there was a, uh, a teammate that she had that had on a different pair of shorts. They had to, they came to her. She had to change her shorts. They never came to her to say anything about the hijab. They did come to the coach and said something to the, something to the coach. The coach didn't say anything to the athlete. Now, you know, I, I, I can understand so the, the coach's coach, fault. But no, wait a minute. I can understand the coach not saying anything to the athlete about it because, you know, it's the respect for the religion and all like that. So the coach was like, let my ass front. Right? Right. But the fact that, you know, they disqualified her after she ran the race. So she didn't know. Right. As a coach, maybe I would I would say something to her, but I would also want her to go out there and do the best she could. Now, maybe saying something to her allow her to do that. But I don't want to put that in the child's. I don't want to put that decision in the child's lap of saying I'm going to I'm going to take this off, you know, and not follow my religion. I don't want to put that in the child's in the child's uh, hand. Now, the other thing I did want to mention, Bennett College, Benedict College in South Carolina, Trump rally. The students were asked to stay in their dorms during the Trump rally. Only seven students from the college were actually allowed to enter the Trump rally. I think it's messed up. There were a lot of protests outside. And I, I wanted to talk about the Trump supporters and Trump protests, but we don't have time. We'll talk about okay, that on no, no, no. But go ahead. We got 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I wanted, to, I wanted to say rest in peace to one of my first youth coaches, Sonny Brown, passed away, mm-hmm. 68 years old. Uh, also, a really, really good friend of mine, rest in peace, Tim Francis, one of my teammates growing up as a kid, uh, had a heart attack on the first, mm-hmm. family pulled the plug. His memorial service was this morning. So huge, huge, huge prayers up to the Francis family, the Brown family, the Blue Demon organization, because they were both Blue Demons. So huge, huge, huge loss in my community. Uh, addiction is real, people. Please make sure, check on your friends. Life gets hard. We got to make sure that everybody is all right. All right. All right, I got to the last 10 seconds. So, uh, look, we'll... We'll talk to y'all next time for the people that might still be able to hear us. Excuse me. We'll talk to y'all next time on Intelligent Ignorance. Come, excuse me, come follow us over to newtwistradio.com. We're going to finish a little bit of this conversation that we are having, and uh, we'll talk to y'all next time. For everybody that's on the podcast, listening on Blog Talk, we'll talk to y'all later.